The following is an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation. Welcome to the Pirate Radio Podcast, featuring special guests discussing a wide range of topics and personal stories. Now live from the Pirate Radio studio, here's Shirley Rhodes. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Pirate Radio Podcast, featuring the ECU Players Lounge Edition. On today's podcast, we'll talk to ECU baseball players Ryder Giles, CJ Mayhew, Bryson Worrell, and Zach Agnos to recap the Wichita State Series and a look ahead at this week's matchups. Sit back and relax. Today's Pirate Radio Radio podcast starts right now. The Players Lounge presented by Delcor. You can call Delcor today with your heating, plumbing, cooling needs. 321-8868. Visit DelcorInc.com. Joining me now in the Pirate Radio Studios, a couple of ECU pitchers. Uh, the lefty and the righty here joining me. Got Ryder Giles and CJ Mayhew. Fellas, appreciate your time. How are we doing today? Doing good. Yep, doing good. Good to hear. We got two goods out of you. And we've got uh, another winning series. So you guys go to Cincinnati, get a win, come back home, and get the series win over Wichita State. Came up short on the sweep, but you take two out of three, four and two in conference play. Yep. Yeah, that's pretty good, right? Yeah, we'll always take a series dub. That's uh, that's for sure. So. Oh, yeah, always winning a series is nice. And uh, <laughs> what I want today is one of you to answer, and then the other just to affirm what Disagree, the other person says. Yep, there yeah, we go. that'll go like right. a smooth segment right there. Uh, road Warriors this week: Elon on the road and UCF on the road. Am I right? Yes, <laughs> you're right. Uh, how about the fireworks right. yesterday from UCF and Memphis? You had a home run hit, and um, then maybe two, some. Do you even put Pontar on a college bat? I didn't know that was a thing. Yeah, they really had it caked up there. Like you couldn't even see the E in Easton. It ah. was like loaded up there. So the Memphis coach, I guess, uh, wants to look at the bat. Yeah, it was either him or the umpire because I, I don't know if the Memphis coach said anything about it or the umpire just picked it up. Okay, so then Love Lady, the manager of UCF, starts yeah. going crazy on the umps. Yes, but eventually. Starts looking at the Memphis dugout. Yeah. And then... Maybe, yeah, maybe it was the coaches. And, the Memphis pitchers yelling. I yeah. mean, it's a scene. Have yeah. y'all ever been a part of anything like that in the game? No. Um, I, I can't say that I have. I uh, I remember I remember watching a game my senior year of high school. Chandler Jenkins got thrown out for... Uh, or he, like, started a, a brawl against Pepperdine. That was pretty funny. But I've, I don't Man. think I've ever been a part of it. Do you remember that or no? I feel like I should, but I don't. I need to uh, go back in the archives for that one. Yeah, or I'm sure Bryce Harmon. Probably, yeah, probably okay. a couple. That era with Jorgen and those guys, they would <laughs> they would chirp a bit. Yeah, and uh, or get chirped dead. It, yeah. it was never their fault. No, right? no, no, no. And uh, how about you, CJ? You you're intense on the mound, but you don't usually take it to the other team, right? No, nah, I mean, I no, nah, I've never seen anything like that. There was a, wasn't there an MLB game where somebody's home run got called back from a well there's a famous one george brett Brett, back in the day he's in the dugout at new york and they call him out and he charges the field and is going crazy and has to get held back and everything it was a little reminiscent of that yeah did you see the uh there was a tennessee game a couple weekends ago Mm. where there was a sticker sticker now what explain to me what that is so before um each weekend so like on thursday Every bat is tested, and it has to pass the compression test and the ring test. Who's doing these tests? It's like the ops guys. Okay. So they do both of those, and if it passes both of them, there's a sticker that gets put on them. And if you go up, 
in the weekend and hit with a bat that doesn't have a sticker on it and like i guess either the umpire catches it or the the opposing catcher notices it then it's it's an out so the bats have to pass those two tests so they used an illegal bat accidentally yeah yeah they said they said it came off during bp but i i don't i don't i don't really know what what happened cj sure. what are the the pit well i guess i can ask you too what are the pitching rules now in major league baseball they check you after every inning they'll check yeah. your glove they'll check your how about in college baseball do they check anything on you uh i mean it's it's the same you can't use uh i mean no ponta or nothing like that but no nah, i haven't seen umpire check in, uh, in college, in college you know. yeah what do you got like what do you use do you like have some sweat or something there's like, there's uh well there's like rosin behind the yeah. <laughs> behind the mound that I guess some guys use. I don't. If I ever use it, it's just to look like I know what I'm doing. <laughs> just what would a pitcher just throwing do? the bag up and down out there? Not really sure. Like, what is this stuff? <laughs> I gotta blend in. What would a pitcher yeah. do in this situation? That's I, that's, I'm gonna pick this up. Yeah, just pick it up, start throwing it around. All right, I'm, I definitely look. Hey, like can you help him out on looking more like a pitcher when he's on the mound? Uh, like hey, go it. kick some dirt like yeah. uh, CJ does. Yeah, yeah. Keep yeah, that's what yeah, CJ he does that. Okay. Cooch will walk off the back of the mound whenever he's uh doesn't get a call he thinks he like or whatever. Yeah. So I I try to just envision what other pitchers would do. <laughs> <laughs> I got a Ryder Giles, CJ May, you go hey, stick to uh baseball, Ryder. Because you're not yeah. I mean, I'd love for you to be my golf guy, but after this weekend, Terrible. I don't know, man. No, I wouldn't I would disown. You gave me too. three guys to yeah. watch out for the Masters. Uh two of them didn't play. Well, one kinda did. He played, so played one round. Yeah. Paul Casey, you know, he and we don't know what's going on physically with the guy. You picked him. He withdraws before he could get started. If I were you, I'd say, well, he was going to win it if he'd have played. Uh, he definitely would have. Okay, there you go. So he that was a great would've. pick. Yeah. He just didn't play. Yes. Uh, Louis Ustazen, picked by Chandler in round four of our draft. I thought that was a great round four steal to, uh, to make the cut, do a little damage. Um, he ends up withdrawing after struggling on Thursday. Yeah. And then your other one, Xander Shoffley. My second round pick. Yeah, we won't even talk about bum. that. Bum. Yeah, we won't talk about that one. Absolute bum. Yeah. So uh rough weekend. Um, I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. And those were just who are your favorite guys to watch on tour? Um, I like watching DJ when he hits driver. That was I mean, he, he I think he hit driver like once all weekend, but when you hit a three with two hundred and ninety yards, you can kinda get away with it. Um, I thought he might have something on the weekend because on Friday I watched him and he was not, he was like struggling every hole but finding a way to par it. Yeah. And I felt like sooner or later yeah. those are going to turn into birdies yeah. that it just it never really did for him. Yeah. Now he's fun to watch. Um, I mean, it was good seeing Tiger back out there. Um, him making the cut. That kind of, I mean, I don't know how much Tiger can do that will surprise you, but um, seeing him make the cut was, was cool. Um, who else? Morikawa was fun to watch. He was good. Him, uh, and, him and Rory were. That was a yep. fun pairing to watch yesterday. And shout out to Harold, who Harold. Yeah. That, that's the only reason I was watching Thursday and Friday. He was awesome, and uh, struggled Saturday. Came back with a great performance yesterday. So I don't think he did enough. He didn't do enough to get the auto invite to next year. But if he stays in that top forty world yeah. golf rankings, he'll be back. So yeah. hopefully the first of many Masters for him. Yeah, definitely see him uh, being back. All right. So, uh, did you follow it through the weekend at all? Were you able to I, watch it? I tried my best. I uh, I watched when I could. Um, 
but yeah, Kyle, my picks let me down. Yeah, that was rough. I might ask CJ next year. I yeah, probably don't even know anything. I would. I wouldn't yeah. talk to me about nah. golf ever again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, well, guys, let's talk about the weekend. Ryder, our new Friday night ace for East Carolina. I mean, this team has been looking for a starter to go extended innings, save the bullpen. You're able to go seven innings, 88 pitches on Friday, allow one run on three hits, eight Ks. Career high? Yes. That was, yes, by far. And you do it with this mundane attitude. <laughs> like, just I'll go do what I do. I mean, that's a hell of a performance, Ryder. Yeah, well, shout out to uh, Steven Igo for um, saying that I was going to give up a home run in here with you on uh, okay last week. Call him out. Yeah, <laughs> I, I already got him after the uh, game. Good. Uh, just to reiterate that, thank you for that. I appreciate it. Yep. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was it was good. I, I mean, I felt good. Um, was able to keep my pitch count down a little bit, and um, you know, go out there and uh, I don't know, just throw up zeros, and um, you know, offense uh, put to, put together some uh, tough at bats, and w- was able to scratch a couple early, which is always good as a pitcher pitching with the lead. So I guess the pressure's off now that you've allowed a run. We can say yeah. that, that we can actually. What is your ERA now on the year? I'll look it up. Uh, but when it's zero, I, w- I was trying not to talk about it. Yeah. So now we can actually <laughs> say some of your stats. Um, and then, CJ, you come in on Sunday. Good performance by you out of the bullpen. And uh, how about when an opposing pitcher is throwing a no-hitter? Is that something? Are y'all trying to jinx it on the other side like yesterday? Oh, yeah. We're doing – yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Talking about yeah, it as yeah. much as you can? Yeah. we. Uh, I was in the pen for most of the time. But, yeah, I think every inning we uh, – we made sure everybody knew that he was throwing a, a no-hitter. And you never know, CJ, how much you're going to throw on any given day. If I'm not mistaken, when Cooch got in some trouble in the first, didn't you jog down there yeah, early yeah, in the game? Yeah, I was and, down there. And <laughs> then uh, also, uh, I think the first with Gross on Sunday, I, j- I was told to go down there. Maybe that's when I saw Yeah, yeah either yeah, way. I was down there uh, with Maynard, too. Either way, you went way earlier than you went in the game yeah, because right. those guys were able to, to get things under mm-hmm. control. Yeah, uh yeah, I'll kind of go down there. So, I mean, I got a little feel for the game, but I'll go down there um, usually when coach tells me to. So. Do you start throwing right when you get in there? No, uh, no, I'll do a. Um, I mean, most of the time I'll sit there and watch and just okay. kind of see what's going on. But I'll stretch for most of the time. How long does it take you from all right, CJ warm up to CJ go in the game? How many? How many? How much do you need to throw before you go in? Uh, I'd say probably about five minutes. Okay, so and then you're probably ready about to roll. ten throws. 10-4. Uh, Pirates win the series over the weekend, uh, and you, you take them Friday, Saturday. You want to – the camo hats, it's a big deal, right? Like, you, you want that sweep. Frustrating not to get it on Sunday. Yeah, it is, um, especially uh, especially with the way we, uh, you know, we came out Friday, Saturday offensively, and, you know, credit to that guy on Sunday. He was a great – he was uh, <clears throat> their best pitcher if you look at the numbers. Um but we just couldn't get anything going against him, and um, you know he he pitched really well. So I think he's got like a point two ERA. So. Yeah, he came in the game uh, with really strong numbers. Leaves the game the same way. Ryder, by the way, a zero point three six ERA mm. on the season. Not bad. CJ, I mean, you're under four. You'd like it to be what under three, I guess. But your your ERA is in the threes right now. That's not bad, but. This son of a gun. <laughs> Under one. Incredible. No, that's crazy. It is. I, well, tr- I, I don't believe it. I just I just envi- <laughs> I just envision um 
Mayhew's freshman year. That's what I think about when I'm okay. around. So All right. Well, CJ's got you on strikeouts by <laughs> yeah, seven right now. Man, so, uh, um, it, I'm surprised it's only seven. He uh, <laughs> he punches out a lot of people. Uh, so uh, two and two week overall, man. That one on uh, Wednesday night. That's uh, it, and when it's the opposite of that, when you guys are trailing going into an inning. You think, all right, it's never over. We're going to come back and win this game. I don't know. Is it tougher to have that mindset when you're up by three going into an inning? Like, we're up by so much. I know you don't take your foot off the gas, but you felt like that one should have been a win on Wednesday night, right? Yeah, CJ, you want that one? Yeah, no. Nah, uh, yeah, we always uh, talk about it. I mean, when uh, night then, the team, when a team's down, their, their focus, you know, their focus goes up higher. And if ours remains the same, their focus is already a little bit higher so i think in the ninth inning you just got to slam the door and your focus has got to be i mean it's got to be better than it has been all game and tough to do uh because odu as we know can really hit and yeah. uh, and you guys had the lead in that one and let it slip away but huge to come out on friday and get that win right get that taste out of your mouth pretty quickly yeah and uh one thing we've talked about the last couple weeks is um just winning weekends um you know, conference conference play is a big thing, and um, you know it's really important to win as many conference weekends as you can. And um, the other thing we talked about is, you know, like we, we kind of control our own destiny right now with uh, the the remainder of the season. So um, you know, we go into UCF; they're I guess either first or tied for first in the conference. So um you know we go in there and take care of business then you know we're right where we want to be conference wise that's coming up this weekend what do you remember about the seven to six win against elon last month um i remember i think we were up in that one too and then they kind of made a late rally um as well so yeah they scored um, two to make it a one-run deficit in the seventh yeah but you guys were able to win it seven to six yeah um just uh, just go in there and uh, get off to a good start, s- score some runs early, get uh, get ahead of them, and um, finish the job. I don't think we, we split with them there last year, so um, really important to uh, come out and get off to a good start. Uh, the winning pitcher in that game, Zach Agnos. <laughs> we'll talk to him later. He, he probably stole it from somebody. He, <laughs> he did. Uh, we talked about it, The uh, especially the pitcher stats. They're a little wonky. Yeah. Like how many pitchers have deserved a win and they get a no decision or even a loss? And then, you know, pitchers get a, a say. I don't know. Some of the stats yeah. are a little shaded one way or the other. Yeah, there was somebody we played last week. I don't know if it was from Old Dominion or what. Probably was from Old Dominion. He was like 4 and 0, but his ERA was 11 or something <laughs> like that. And yeah. I was like, man, you probably got some mad people. Just <laughs> scavenger yeah. uh, picking up those wins. Yeah. And sometimes the, the stats aren't fair. CJ, you, uh, I don't think you allowed a run during your pitching appearance. And then there's a hit when you leave a game that goes on you. Of course, that could go both yeah. ways. You could also come in uh give up a hit and it doesn't go against you if there's a guy left on base but i don't know just some of those weird pitcher stats not yeah uh i mean uh yesterday i walked a guy the ninth did and then that run score so that's, yeah. that's that's my run but uh yeah yeah it's kind of, <laughs> it is what it is, it is what it, yeah it is what it is all right what's uh what's today like for you guys is uh you got a game coming up on tuesday so what's the rest of this monday look like for you um Maybe do some schoolwork, relax a little bit, get a good dinner, and get to bed before too late. I guess that's, that's it for me. Not much. Just hang out. I got a. 
I got class at six thirty. So what uh, what classes you guys? What schoolwork you guys get to do uh, today? I got some, I got some marketing marketing homework. Mm, all right. Mm. Yep. I got class with a uh, big calf, big Cavanaugh. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, former twenty three wearer here at ECU. Yep. Uh, Brian Cavanaugh. So uh, good stuff. What is that? <laughs> what class is that? Uh, health. Okay. Good deal. <laughs> Are you healthy? Yeah, it's all right. You should get a hundred. Yeah, 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 you're right. doing fine. Doing fine. <laughs> how much? Uh, so, how much schoolwork do you do like during the season when you go on a road trip? Is there like a study hall? You guys have to do if, schoolwork. Uh, if we go on a road trip and we lose on Sunday, usually we get, usually we've got study hall for a couple hours on the way back. Um, if we win, we don't. Okay. So that's that's another factor going into win, so you don't have to study all. Another incentive on uh, why you should win a ball game. Yeah. All right, MLB uh, began on Thursday. Uh, let's run over it again. Ryder, who you like? Duh, I'm the I'm a Giants fan. Okay. Yep. Brandon Crawford and the like. Brandon Crawford. Yep. Buster Posey was my guy at Florida State and. So I kind of followed him there. I got to be honest. That's pretty cool. That's a cool reason to like him. Yeah. Um, the Giants, I don't know if I could name like four of their players, and yet they win 115 games. Yeah, they, yeah, their their payroll is not very, not very high last year, and yeah, they were able to. They had Bryant for a rental, right? Yeah, he came in midway through last year and then, you know, signed with another NL West team, but. <laughs> that was tough to see him go. Yeah. And how about you, CJ? What do you... Oh, you uh, just follow players, you said, I think. Yeah, no, nah, I follow players. I've, I mean, I've been a Yankees fan growing up, so... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Bombers. Did you see... Uh, shout out to Casey and Eric Ward from ECU Marketing. They're responsible for all the pregame stuff and making sure first pitch is on time. Did you see Garrett Cole losing his oh, job yeah, the other day? Because yeah. the it, the game started two minutes late, yeah. and he was ready to go out there. <laughs> and then he gave up three. Yeah, then he gave up three. Yeah. Hey, he can blame it on the marketing guy. <laughs> uh, but hey, our marketing people are going to make sure first pitch is always on time. So you won't have Diva Ryder upset yeah. on Friday night. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to Ryder, <laughs> if you don't mind, next home game, if you start on a Friday, uh-huh. just like act like you're really pissed that it's like 30 seconds late. Just to see what Casey and Eric would do. Okay, I'd feel it. so bad. I will. I'll do it. I'll probably. I might have to turn around because I'm laughing at him. <laughs> Start stomping on the mound. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'll yeah. try my best. <laughs> that would be great. All right, gentlemen. We'll uh, have a great rest of your week. Let's get some dubs this week and uh, keep that stellar conference record going. Yep. Sounds good. good Appreciate it, guys. Enjoyed Listen. it. All righty, back with you here on the Delcor Players Lounge on a Monday edition of Pirate Radio Live here with Pirate Center fielder. Bryson Worrell, as he joins me inside the Pirate Radio Studios. Bryson, appreciate your time, as always. How you doing today, man? Uh, doing well. How are you? Doing great. And uh, Pirates coming off another series win, this time over Wichita State. East Carolina picking up two out of the three games. And the story on Saturday was Bryson Worrell and Jacob Jenkins Coward there in the middle of that lineup. Six hits combined for you guys. G- Jenkins Coward took all the RBIs, Bryson, yeah. but I'll take the run score. That allowed you to score all the runs. Three runs scored on Saturday. You guys were uh, hitting the ball well. Yeah, I mean, when you got a guy like JC hitting behind you, I mean, you're in scoring position pretty much any time you're on base. So, I mean, that's pretty, that's a pretty good feeling to know to have. And I mean, he's been lighting up this year, so that's good to see. And it's kind of the old story of baseball too. You didn't have any gappers, you didn't hit any home runs. I know at least one of those was an infield single. It's just yeah. putting the ball in play, making things happen. Yeah, right? two of them were infield singles. Two infield. <laughs> hey, they all count the same. That's right. Yeah, just put the ball in play and running hard, and making something happen. And uh, and you probably look back at those days like I can't believe that was a three hit day and then that day that I barreled up four exactly. balls went exactly. over four yeah Ben Newton tells me hey just 
keep hitting the ball it's going to even out there you go uh it tends to do that in baseball and then on and man nobody was really uh doing any damage on sunday because uh cameron by had a no hitter going through five innings and uh, I asked the guys before the pitchers that were in here before how about the hitters in the uh, the ECU lineup on Sunday are you guys saying guys we're we're getting no hit here come on let's do something yeah I mean it was a little frustrating I mean he's coming in I think he had like 29 and he's pitched in one earned run so I mean you know you're facing their dude even though he's pitching on a Sunday like he's still their best guy and yeah I mean he come out and he had three pitches for strikes um, I think we didn't capitalize as an offense early on I think if we would have had those uh, better at bats earlier in the game, kind of how we did the first two days. It kind of would have rattled him, but uh, I mean, he settled in. I mean, he I think he had six no hit innings. Um, we didn't really make much adjustments, and yeah, ended up getting shut out. So, what is it game to game, Bryson? You you get those three hits on Saturday, zero uh, for two with a walk on Sunday, and then zero for four in the series opener. Why Saturday? Was that pitcher doing something? You were able to to get on or is it just one of those things with baseball yeah i mean i think it's just a game of baseball i mean especially after friday night you gotta have a short memory um you can't really dwell on how you did on friday leading to your saturday performance so i think it's just a baseball thing you're going day with day i got elon coming up on the road east carolina knocked off the phoenix earlier this year seven to six uh in greenville so what about the rematch coming up with the phoenix tomorrow what do you uh, know about those guys i mean they're gonna be ready to play Uh, i know last year i think we we played two games um, on a weekend, and then we beat them by like it was like fifteen to one, fifteen to two on Friday, and then Saturday we come out and lost two to one. Um, so yeah, they're gonna be ready to play, and we're gonna have our best game if we want to go out there and win. Everybody at this point wants to beat Big Bad East Carolina because of uh, everything you guys have done over the years. But do you find that even more in one of these in-state matchups that they, you know, that it helps out their RPI, it helps out their recruiting, everything. So uh, they're coming after you, right? Yeah, I think it's both teams too. Um, when you go and you're playing that in-state team, whether it be Campbell, whether it be UNCW, I mean, there's always kind of that little heightened emotion knowing that you're playing a, an in-state team. Is that I hear it with football, like in a year where east carolina has played north carolina nc state and maybe even app state in the same year mm-hmm. and it's almost it's a fictional state championship do you guys uh, bring that up when you play these in-state teams no i really really bring that up i mean we we know like we just talked about they're going to be ready for the play uh bryson world joining us got some day baseball going on in major league baseball as well uh, as we watch the cleveland guardians still strange to say <laughs> take a five to four lead over the royals in the seventh inning and break up the o's the orioles looking for win number one on the year got a two-run single from cedric mullins uh north carolina native and the orioles lead the brewers two nothing in baltimore that's their home opener the rockies with an early lead over the uh, texas rangers as uh, they got a C.J. Cron triple uh, to take the lead there against Texas. So we'll uh, keep you up to date on those scores on the Buccaneer Music Hall scoreboard presented by DeBuck. DeBuck. Thank you, Chandler. Tonight, my Braves taking on Chandler's Nationals at uh, Truist. And uh, Chandler's down on his Nats right now. we got to talk about the Hornets at some point, too. Kind of down on them as the NBA playoffs begin this week. The play-in tournament crap going on. Do you understand the play-in tournament, Bryce? I mean, I've seen a little, little bit of it, but I mean, I haven't really dove too deep in it, so I don't really understand it. Hornets play the Hawks Wednesday night. If the mm-hmm. Hornets win that game, they then have to play on Friday night against the loser of the Nets and the Cavs. So uh, the playoffs. Hornets basically have to win two games to get into the playoffs. That's a 
It's strange. <laughs> it is. It's a little odd. So that's where we are at this point. All right, uh, got UCF coming up this weekend. Four and two start to conference play. You want the sweeps, Bryson, but to be at that record winning two series, uh, feeling pretty good about where you are right now? Yeah, I mean, I think we played – um, pretty good baseball, definitely a lot better the last two weekends. And like you said, I mean, we want that we want that weekend sweep, but we just haven't been able to get it. Um, going to the UCF, I think they're five and one. They're a little ahead of us right now, and I mean, they're they're a good team, um, so they're going to give everything they have. But we'll be there, ready to go. Did you see the uh, the drama in the UCF Memphis game? I did yeah, yeah, a little video of it. And they were explaining to me, uh, Ryder and CJ, about the bats. So. You have to have the bats tested before each series, I guess. Yeah, it, they go through like a ring test, so it's like the width of the barrel, and if, if there's any dents or um, anything going on in the barrel, then it doesn't pass. And they also have to pass like a specific compression test to make sure, I guess, the bat's not uh, too juiced or something. But I think the situation there was with the pine tar, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah. I saw, yeah, I saw the umpires measuring it over the plate, and I was like, I mean, it's a... What's the pine tar really going to do? I honestly thought that was only a wood bat thing. I didn't know that pine tar was even in college baseball. So, well, first of all, how many bats, different bats, have you used this year? There's been quite a few. Um, I think the ring te- they don't. Most bats only pass the ring test after you use them for a couple months. Oh, okay. So there's probably been three or four different bats, especially after you use them in the cage off the machine and stuff. They kind of get, they tend to get a little dented around the around the cap. Do you like? Do you wish you could use the same bat the entire season? Or are you okay? I guess it depends on how you're doing. No, right? Yeah, I'm kind of fine with. It. I mean, they're yeah. all. I mean, they're all the same, so it's not really that big of a deal. Do you add anything to the bat before and at bat, as uh, far as like pine tar or anything? We have some spray on pine tar from Marucci. We use that. Um, so what does that help? Like, just just grip the grip. Bat. Yeah. Because yeah. times when I dive back in um, at first base, like a pickoff or something, my gloves will get a little dirt on them. So I like to spray that on my gloves. Just get them a little sticky. Okay. So, uh, and I guess so. You're not that particular when it comes to bats, since they're no, all the, the same brand yeah, or whatever. Yeah. I'm not too particular. How about the glove out there? We talked to a rider about it. His shortstop glove. He likes it. Old, worn in, broken in. Yeah. How about you with your uh, center fielder glove? Um, I'm still sticking with the old Eastern from last year. Um, we had the option to use Eastern or Rawlings, whichever one. And I still don't have my Rawlings too broken in. Um, I like the way the Eastern feels, so I'm sticking with that for right now. So I remember like Little League Baseball, and I was to the point where if I had one, like my the A2000 I had was like so sweet. Like yeah. I, would, I never wanted a different glove. I ended playing with that one. But like when you're breaking in a glove – there was like different things you could do. You like put a ball in it, tie it up. You run over it with a yeah. like do all. I've seen a lot of different ones. Yeah. So how do you uh, how do you properly break in a glove, Bryson? What's your method? Um, one or two. Th- I guess the main thing is just catch as many balls as you can with it. Uh, I guess you can use it every day for um, catch play and stuff like that. Yeah. Or if you don't really get that opportunity, you can take it in the cage and just catch it off the batting practice machine. Huh. That's a good idea. Yeah, I didn't think of that one. So there you go, kids. That's how you break in a glove. Uh, find a uh, pitching machine. And, naturally. Uh, yeah, and break it in that way. Uh, Bryson Worrell joining us. Uh, Bryson... As we said, uh, Road Warriors coming up, man. Yeah. Y'all be away from home a lot. You got a midweek game uh, next Tuesday against UNCW here at home. Uh, a little uh, revenge on the uh, the Seahawks there. You like to uh, to play those in state guys, yep. and then uh, but other than that, a whole lot of road games coming up for you guys. So, uh, what, what's that mindset when you you head on the road for a big conference series weekend? I don't think the mindset changes too much. Um, I know tomorrow we play at Elon, and we're staying in Rale- the Elon Raleigh area. Um, that night, then we're traveling to UCF um, Wednesday morning. So you're gonna be gone for a while. Yeah, we will be. But I mean, it's 
it's not too different. I mean, we we have the routine down. We've traveled enough already, so I mean, it's pretty much the same old, same old. How about uh, we've talked about playing like UNCW on the road? The the fans there. How about the fans at Orlando and New Orleans that you'll see these next two weekends? Anything stand out? Uh, well, I haven't played there since my freshman year, so it's been a while. But I remember UCF; they have like a little party deck out there in right in right center, okay. I think. So they get a little rowdy out there. And I don't think Tulane has any fans behind the fence that I can remember. But I remember they did have a good crowd when we were there um, in 2018. Did you hear any barks yesterday in Ridefield? I heard a few, yeah. I heard okay. a few dogs um, <laughs> yelling at each other. That was pretty different. Bark at the park uh, yesterday yeah. with ECU baseball. How about the uh, the field in Clearwater? It looks like a pretty cool place to play a game. Oh, that's uh, a sweet place to play, yeah. yeah. Um, you don't you only get the opportunity to play in a, a minor league park when you're playing college baseball. So anytime you go out there and play it, basically at a – a major league facility because they got to play their spring training games there so it's it's awesome yeah you've been here a while bryson were you here when they had to move it to two different parks and y'all were playing at that uh like middle school yeah. stadium uh, <laughs> it was like, that, I, I just remember the view that we could watch was like through a chain link fence it was really weird that was uh that was 2018 as well that's the year we won the conference tournament yeah i think we had some rain outs and we had like a a 9 a.m game against uh, Houston. I think we ended up beating like nine to one that morning, and then we. Had, I don't know if we played them again after or before, but yeah, it was kind of, that was different playing on those backfields. All right, and if I recall, Cliff got tossed in one of those games. Um, I might be misremembering. I know he did get tossed uh, over the weekend. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know what's uh, any different when he leaves and uh, Palumbo moves to third, uh, or is it just business as usual. Yeah, it's business as usual. It's not much different. Does he say anything to you guys after the game, or do y'all just like? I think it depends on the situation. Or during the game, if he gets tossed, I think if we're, if we're behind, he kind of yells in the dugout, gets the crowd pumped yeah. up. But after the game, does he might apologize, say, "Hey, sorry, I didn't, shouldn't have um, lost my emotion or right. let my emotions get the best of me." But it's not much different. Who was hitting when he got tossed? Do you remember? Because I remember the circumstance. So was it was it Ben after his check swing? It was a check swing. Yeah, and the. Um, umpire he like a so the catcher so this is from what i get the catcher appealed and the ump at third said, said he did not swing no, yeah the home plate umpire just he said he did yeah and and called him out and and of course cliff was saying this guy said he didn't swing what are you talking about but the home plate ump had already apparently made the call yeah he I don't did. Know, one of those weird deals so yeah cliff uh tossed but that was in a w i believe on saturday yeah, right that was saturday's game these games run together for you or do you they do yeah, <laughs> they do uh do you are you able if i said bryson how did you do in uh the fifth game of the season earlier this year against so-and-so could you recall it i probably could yeah you have I'm one not. of those memories like I, how'd you do um at campbell at campbell i think on I, february 22nd uh one for five with a single all right, let's uh, let's check the numbers here. Bryson Warhol's one for five with a single, knocked in a run. Pretty impressive. That's uh, this is a new game we're going to play with all the players. We'll see if Zach can do this too. I'm sure he can. <laughs> That's pretty good stuff. All right, Bryson, uh, talk some Masters with the mm-hmm. the folks in before you. Did you watch it all this weekend? Yeah, I did as much as I could. Well, next year I'm going to have you give me the golfers I need to back because uh, Ryder sucks at it. Uh, he told me he was the who, golf guy. Who did he give you? Xander, 
Shoffley, who mm-hmm. missed the cut. Paul Casey, who did not compete. Yeah, with, and yeah I'm here with Drew. Louis Ustazen, who competed one day. Also with Drew. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Bryson, congrats. You're my new golf guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk to you before the, uh, what's the next major? The PGA Championship, I guess. We'll, uh, we'll talk to you before that one. Mm-hmm. So, All right, good stuff. Bryson, uh, appreciate you hanging out, man. And uh, we will talk to you again next week. All right, see you next week. Thank you. Yep, have a good trip. And wrapping it up with us on the Players Lounge today is Pirate Shortstop, pitcher, second base, third, whatever you need him to do. Zach Agnos joins us. Zach, how you doing today, man? I'm doing good. Uh, thank you for having me. Looking forward to another good session. So yesterday, it was uh, after five innings at Clark LeClaire, I tweeted that Cameron By has not allowed a hit. East Carolina does not have a hit. The Wichita State pitcher has a no-hitter. I tried to get everything I could out there, get the mojo going to work against him, and then Agnos comes up, hits a double yep. to lead off the six. So I feel like I did my part. <laughs> you did. How about you guys, uh, while that's happening, Zach, do you – are you saying, guys, we got a zero in the hit column? Like, is that a conversation going on? We or? try not to talk about it because I don't feel like I feel like everybody start panicking a little bit. Okay, like oh, but um, I mean, in the back of everybody's minds, we kind of knew we hadn't had a hit, um, or at least I knew. But you know, I, I mean, I knew we were going to break the seal at one point, and then just uh, I thought we were going to roll from there. And when you get run to a good arm like that, uh, he limited the he limited the damage pretty dang well. Yeah, and their shortstop made a great play that we'll talk yeah. about in a moment. But how about when Cooch or heck Ryder, the way he's, if one of your guys has a no hitter through five, six, seven, you definitely don't the talk heck about that. No. no, no, no. You're you're like almost overcompensating not to talk about. It, <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. You like start to say you'll be like. Hey Star, oh, like if I'm talking to Star in that de- on defense, I'm like, hey Star, look at the, I was like, look at the, look at the cloud, <laughs> and just try to, you know, kind of try to say it without saying it. Actually, um, usually keeps the mojo going, but sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes we'll still ruin it. I went the entire, and now I can talk about Riders ERA, but I, I hinted around it. I said for folks that want to look at Riders stats, you can go pull them up on ecpirates.com. Mm-hmm. But I would not mention to him that he had not allowed a run all year. But I now he has, so I can talk about it. I right. Like. I didn't even realize that either. I knew he pitched really well. Yeah. And I, you know what? I actually didn't know that. Look, if I actually thought about it. But, <laughs> um, yeah. no, That's I, I, that's how superstitious well, I am, Ryder, just like watching sports. Ryder was kind of uh, – Stephen Igo, I think, tweeted something about it. And Ryder was like, all right, seriously, dude. And I, yeah. I, I don't know when it was, but he's like, he told dude, me about just that. jinxed it. But Yeah. Didn't seem to harm Ryder too much. Well, that's kind of that's the kind of person Stephen Igo is, and I'm glad you guys recognize that. <laughs> that he is just the, the the hater of all haters. Uh Stephen Igo will join us tomorrow on the show. Tune in for that. Uh so Zach, how about you have flashed the leather a lot at short this year? Your counterpart, Stuart, and I'll give him full credit and get his full name here, because he made some great plays this Andrew? weekend. Yeah. Andrew Stewart. So you're on third. Uh, one out, mm-hmm. he goes Willie Mays style in uh, shallow center, catches yeah. it over the shoulder. Now, at that point, you know as a shortstop, he's got to turn around and make a perfect throw to get you. Yeah. And what happened? He turned around, made a perfect, perfect throw, throw, and just got you there. Yeah. I mean, hats off to him, right? right yeah. I told I told him uh, in my postgame interview yesterday, I said if I had that play again happen 
10 times again i'm making the same decision right um yeah just happened to be the one time he put the throw on the money and honestly like the throw was good it wasn't perfect took the catcher a little bit back but then the catcher made a good tag on me i don't know i tried to like swim around him didn't really look very pretty i watched the video my slide slide looked really <laughs> awkward but um yeah and you know that's something that's the way the game was going like i wanted to try to make a play to yeah. get some momentum into our dugout and the shortstop just made a play that i've never seen made before oh it was beautiful and and um you answered my next question already i was gonna say do you go back and look at it and say well, i should have stayed on third no you're yeah, going I'm, and you're taking that chance that that throw is going to be a little offline which 75 85 percent of the time it's gonna be right right yeah 100 so. percent. that's a tip of the cap to the Andrew Stewart there. Credit to him and uh, and credit to Wichita State for uh, for not getting swept because things uh, did not go their way the previous two days, but they were able to win it yesterday. And uh, Zach, uh, like you said, sometimes you – what was that – what was uh, Cameron By doing yesterday to keep the bats silent? Uh, I mean, he had a good fa- – he had a really, really good fastball, but off of that he had a even better breaking ball that he threw in any count, every count. And we just really – like anytime someone would get on, he just – kind of silence us like it's just it was really tough as an offense because it, it felt like we couldn't breathe because every at bat i felt like every hitter was in, t- in a two strike count right. so it was just relentless by him relentless and that's all you really can describe it as yesterday so i talked about game two i gave credit to bryson and uh when he was here and jacob jenkins cower for their three hit performances i left you out i apologize oh. three for five three ribbies on uh saturday so uh what was going right for you in the play that game it's just everything kind of fell into place. Um, you know, I, was, I wasn't too aggressive. I wasn't too passive. Um, laid down a good bunt with two outs to get another run across. And then Coach Godwin got ejected in my last at-bat, so I felt like I kind of I, I, I knew I had to pick him up because um, he just kind of got himself thrown out for – I mean, I, I got my own opinion on that. But uh, he, he got thrown out, um, and I knew I had to just have his back because he's had our back all year. Just resetting that real quick because I was trying to remember who it was, and Bryson said it was Newton. And I guess if you were up next, that was it was Ben yeah. Newton that was up. So <laughs> checks the swing. Now this is from the what we were talking about in the press box. The catcher appeals to third, and the umpire says he did not swing. Right, but the home plate umpire had already said he went around. Yeah, is that the whole deal? And then Cliff is obviously saying. Hey, yeah. he said he didn't swing. What are we doing? He, he right. In my own opinion, as I mentioned earlier, I said I have my own opinion. <laughs> it was that he shouldn't have gotten thrown out. I heard every single word that was said before and, and after and after he got thrown out. Um, but before he got thrown out, he wasn't like he wasn't saying you suck. Like that was ter- he was like he was more saying like he's like you have three other umpires in the field. Like use them. Yeah. Like I was like he's like that guy at third has a better view than you, and he said he didn't swing. That's not your call. And then he didn't get a warning, and just got thrown out. And then had his com- had his calm, collected, um, heartfelt conversation with the umpire after. <laughs> <laughs> now, are you going to say that after every cliff ejection, or has he earned a few of his throwouts in the past? Mm. <laughs> okay, I think you just answered it. <laughs> well, my, I'm, I'm just thinking about my freshman year against Indiana when I got rung up on a terrible pitch, mm. and he just completely lost. Lost it, and I mean, I'm not saying he shouldn't. I, I also think it was partially to get the dugout going. Yeah. I think he's got a reason behind why he gets ejected sometimes. Sure, I don't think he was trying to get ejected yesterday, and I don't think he deserved to get ejected yesterday. Um, but you know, he that's 
I really love it. You know, you know the coach's got your back, so that's yeah. really awesome. How many times has he or Palumbo or somebody said, let us do the talking, not you? Like, oh, is that something just, they, uh, they it's talk Every about? time someone says something to an umpire. Yeah. So it's pretty uh, – Not uh, we actually do a good job of not saying anything to the umpire if we think we have a bad call. But I'll say that, too. Like, I see college baseball across the nation, and usually it's on egregious calls that, like, flash up on Twitter. Yeah. And the player will go crazy, and it's hard not to in that circumstance. Yeah. But watching a ton of ECU baseball, you guys really, for the most part, don't go after the ump. So. Yeah, well, that, I, I was talking to a dude on ODU uh, during the game. It was like a review. They are reviewing it or something, and the kid had just – or one of the guys struck out. The uh, Wheeler kid struck out and, like, pointed to the place in the ground where he thought the ball was. Hmm. And I told him, I was like, yeah, we would not be playing if we did that to an umpire. Like, coaches don't accept that, and yeah. they always tell us that they'll handle that and not us. Speaking of which, did you see the uh, the Tennessee player? He was, like, crawling into home and touched the plate with his okay, finger. Okay, I actually know that guy. Okay. He, uh, well, I don't know. I, I've i hit with him, few, like, twice. Okay. Uh, he actually has a twin brother that went to Tennessee as well, plays with the Tigers. But this guy I hit with back home, grew up playing with him. He plays for the Rockies. He's actually very talented. Uh, grew up with them, and he's like, hey, these guys are coming to hit. And I introduced myself, and he's like, yeah, I go to Tennessee. And we kind of kept in touch. And mm-hmm. So I sent him that. I was like, dude, this is hilarious. He's like, yeah. <laughs> he's like, it's like a little bench warmers action. I was like, yeah. Tennessee, we were talking about the Savannah Bananas earlier. Are you familiar yeah, with their yeah, hijinks? Yeah. and? Tennessee's almost the college version of that with the theatrics. Their coach is pretty animated oh, as yeah. well. He's yeah, and uh, and it's working for them because I believe they're still undefeated in SEC play. Yeah, they are. But did you hear that they're playing? I think their midweek game. Someone told me this. I you know what? I don't trust this. It was from. Do I need to look some up? Yeah, you might. Tennessee schedule. But they might be playing with the wood bat this midweek. Like they may be. I don't know. Um, well, who decides that? Great question. Someone told me this, and I could be sounding very dumb right now. Yeah. Um, Don't believe everything you hear. It's against Tennessee Tech, I believe. Yeah. Well, there is Tennessee Tech. So it would be this Tuesday. Um, let's see. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, we'll see if we can find any. Uh, no, I don't, I, don't quote me on that. Here we oh, go. Wait, yeah. Tennessee breaking out the wood bats. So I wasn't. So Ben Newton's not crazy. They will be using wooden bats for the first time in recent memory. The Vols and Smokies played an exhibition game 2006, which is the last time they used wood bats. All right. That's pretty cool. You're breaking some news here, Timmy, and you are correct. Let's go. Yeah. Thanks, Ben Newton. What do you think about that? Wood or uh, <laughs> aluminum? What I think think? it's. I think wood's good, but I just think it's a little weird. Um, so those summer leagues you play in are yeah, wood bat, wood right? Yeah, wood bat, right. But you, like... They, it's just in the middle of the season you go metal wood for one game and then that is weird. metal. Yeah. I think that would kind of wood's a different feel of a bat than metal. Wood bats tend to be a little more end heavy and and they better check those Tennessee bats by the way. <laughs> yeah, make sure there's <laughs> stickers on them. No. Have you had a home run in a wood bat game? I have. I hit three this summer. What? Uh, excuse me. What? <laughs> what are the? Uh, how about the sound of it? Oh, is it a sweeter sound? It is incredible. That's got to be cool. I got some videos of it if you want. Heck yeah, later. that's got to be a cool sound. <laughs> it's it's a, it's like a, I can't describe it. It's like a cracking, like splintering. It's just such like a, it's so like soothing to watch. Like I, I wa- honestly, like I watch it before we play because I'm like, like it just like 
That's cool. Just nah. watch. I, I like. I watch a lot of videos of myself like doing performing well, so I can just like embed it in my head. Hey, let's go do it. Like, yeah, let's just repeat that. And yeah. one of them is a home run I hit this summer, and it was. It's just the best sound of a bat like i've ever heard i don't know if i could make myself sound like a bigger loser but there's nothing more i like watching than like ronald acuna bp wood bat oh yeah and just the noise it's, the violent noise it makes and well, it's sweet and violent like, at the same time when i go home and hit the guy i was talking about <clears throat> the plays with the rockies his name is brent doyle just an absolute freak in nature like six five like like bryson like built like bryson mm. probably a little bit taller and i mean he's in the cage hitting balls 110 with a wood bat and it's just like <laughs> and i'm just like sitting there i'm just like literally eyes closed just listening to it i was yeah. like i love this that's it's cool the best sound ever so i asked bryson i didn't know how tied you guys were to your bats and it sounds like you can't get too tied to them because yeah. they will become illegal over time or right. dented or whatever. mine uh mine failed this week this weekend and I was, ah is that a bummer i was pretty upset but well you hit pretty well i yeah i hit all right <laughs> um coach Gowan always tells us the indian not the arrow yeah, ah, not the arrow. I like right. that. So that kind of kept me even headed, even Indian keeled. Right. You're mm-hmm. thinking about that. At the yeah, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's me. It's me. It's not the bat. What? Uh, on that note, and, and Chandler, we talk about this when Mully comes around. Mike Mullis is a coach, done a lot of training, but I'll say stuff to him like, yeah, you know, squash the bug or keep your A to C. Yeah. Like what? Are, like what are your? Uh, I don't know what. Now that you're at the college level, right. what has stuck with you, if anything, from like little league baseball, like learning how to swing a bat? Um, Any of that stuff at all? You know, I will say this was my John, my oldest brother. It was like his friend's dad, and he's pretty smart about baseball. He said, "Just swing like you're putting on a seatbelt. You take your seatbelt from right here. Never heard that. And one. take it to your right hip. So it's like the same. <laughs> it's like the same action. Yeah. Boom. And then um, I also. I mean, I don't think about it like to the extent, but I think sure. a little bit of knob to pitcher just to keep my hands inside. Um, just little things like that yeah. that stick with you over time. Yeah. That's cool. I like the seatbelt deal. That's uh, it's, it's like A to C. Yeah, like, A to C. Well, I was always told this. It was like it goes A B C D, and you just go A to C. Mm-hmm. Skip B. There you go. If you go to B, you get in trouble. Hitting uh, B's bad. B's bad. That's what it was. Little leaguers, if you're tuned in, there's some hidden lessons from alligator, uh, alligator hands. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> got that. Uh, you ever seen uh, Ron Washington and oh, like, Ozzy Albies and, and Dansby Swanson do their stuff? It's so much fun to watch. <laughs> yeah, I could watch it all. I watched like a 10 minute video on, it and I was like, this is awesome. So, uh, and your shortstop play has been pretty solid this year. You happy with your defensive? Play? Yeah, I am. There's a few like against Cincinnati. Like, I slid in the six hole, and I felt like I could have thrown the guy out. But overall, I've been pretty happy with it. And, you know, I practiced there in the fall and then and then got moved here a few, few whatever, week or two ago. And I really feel like I've been playing solid defense, and uh, I feel like it's put me in more of a leadership role in the field too, which is what I'm happy about. So, And uh, I was watching on television, so it might have been ODU on Wednesday, but it was a play where you're deep in the hole. You kind of slip. Oh, I think yeah. you're on the outfield grass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you gunned the dude out at first. Yeah, that, that didn't feel too good. Uh, Awkward slip there yeah, or whatever. Yeah, like I put my feet, my right foot into plant to throw, and it, or not even plant to throw, just to plant to like get my momentum start to go back that way. And my cleat slipped because the grass was slick. Like the grass had dew on it, so it just slipped. Yeah. And then I like replanted, and I was like, I can't shuffle, so I just had to get rid of it off my back leg. Nailed him. Nailed him. I guess that helps with the uh, the pitching as well. That right. arm you got. 
speaking of which, I asked about a previous game this year. Uh, you earned the win against Elon last mm-hmm. time you guys yep. played. So I asked Bryson Whirl. It was kind of funny because I was like, if I asked you what you did in a certain game, could you remember? And he was like, nah. And he was like, yeah, actually, I probably could. Yeah, definitely. So I did the third game, fourth game of the season. He said one for five RBI. He was right. Can I test you on that real quick? Yeah, let's see. All right, so let's go. Let's go at Duke. That's a memorable yeah, midweek game. I remember every single at bat. All right, so what'd you do? So first at bat, uh, lined out to right on a slider. Oh, you had a big game this game. Yeah, I went two for three <laughs> with a walk. How about two walks? Two walks. Um, I had a single in the left and then a single up the middle when the infield was in. Knocked in two. Yeah, two, R- yeah three. two RBIs on that single up the middle, and I scored three times. Um, yeah. Okay, you are pretty good. I'm going to have to go back. Next week, I'm going to go back like two years ago and see how you do. This is reminding me like Sean McVay. Yep. Uh, remembering yes, all the plays. Yeah. Yep. Every that, single play. Like, the duh. play that was ran, the guy that made the tackle. 10-17, yeah. second quarter. You got the ball at the 38. What happened on that play? Yeah. And he's like, boom, 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 yeah. boom. Yeah. Maybe you got one of those beautiful minds there. So. I hope so. I yeah. hope so. Is that working in the classroom? You doing good? No comment. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yes, it's, it's working. <laughs> All right, so you get the series win. Feeling good about that. And 4-2 uh, and two in league play. You want sweeps, but next best thing is uh, is taking care of business mm-hmm. these series, right? Right. That's it. Um, I haven't looked at UCF really. Nobody really has. I mean, I'm sure the coaches have just to look at arms, but they're good. I remember early in the season, I think they took one from Ole Miss. And uh, I really, th- it's always a dogfight between us two because we both want that top spot. And uh, I'm not looking past Elon by any means, but we're talking about conference right now. So, yeah, and it's um, kind of fun too, right? It's very early in the year, a lot of uh, conference baseball left, but like you said, fighting for the top. Right. And it gives you something to kind of reach for. It's like starting off the season, if you get. 10 hits in that first weekend like you're more it's going to be a lot easier to keep hitting rather than you get no hits you got to dig yourself out of a hole right so yeah. if we uh i mean this weekend is going to be huge for us i mean um if we go down there and sweep which is what we plan to do then it really could uh set us up and set the tone for the rest of the conference play uh ucf coming off an emotional game on sunday oh, yeah. see the videos on that one yes yeah. little george brett yeah action. came uh all we missed was him storming out of the dugout <laughs> yeah. being held back yeah um do you doctor your batter at all like, do you put anything on it because that was a pontar deal uh, nah, i guess which i, I mean, didn't even I put, know pontar was a deal in college i put pontar on it but no nah, i mean the most doctoring i do is banging on a pole as a joke but not too hard, like like <laughs> yeah. just to joke with people and tell them to wake up. But Remember back in the day, you could like um, you would cork your your plastic bats oh, and stuff. That was so much did, fun. Or even you your use, aluminum bat. What did you use for your? Well, bats? I remember we used to like. Well, for one thing, we would put like tennis balls in the um, in the aluminum bat. Really, take the caps off. I'm, yeah, I remember doing that, and then oh, we'd stuff anything we, we could in those plastic we put, bats. We put wet newspaper. Oh yeah, that's a good idea. Well, we uh, well, I was always way younger with Jake and all his buddies and John, so I would be walking up there. That would be as tall as me and be like ten pounds. <laughs> and I was be swinging, doing circles. But I, hey, I'll, I'll give it to myself. I was standing out there. I was getting mad when I wanted to get hit. I treated it like a real game. Yeah, I could tell. I could probably bet you Agnos has played some serious ass oh, games. Oh my gosh, yeah. 
that oh, ended it, in crying or fighting. screaming or fighting. And fighting. It was <laughs> it was fighting, and then uh, Jake would take a cheap shot, and then I'll cry. <laughs> <laughs> Fun times with diagnosis. Uh, real quick, you said last week uh, your brother Jake was about to report. So yeah. is he? Yeah. Where is he at? Florida? Yeah, he's in Tampa right now. Okay, uh, he's doing well. Sent us a picture of his locker. Good. Uh, he's all excited, and uh, he says the staff is real excited to get him going. So, and who is the other pirate? On the in the Yankees organization, yeah. What now? I ran into him and he's having some injury deal, right? Surgery. I don't know exactly what it is, but he's rehabbing now. So I ran into him at a basketball game. Actually, I don't know. I think he's still here. Yeah. uh, Actually, I don't know. In fact, I should check in with him and get him on the show and ask him myself. How about that? Yeah. How about that? that. Let's do that. Uh, But good stuff, man. Shirley uh, is doing a great job keeping up with the minor leaguers, and I saw she's just been. Oh, by the way, Tyler said. Let Zach Agnos know if he needs extra life and candy crush. I got him. I don't know what that's referring to. Do you? Uh, I'm a pretty active candy crush player. Big candy crush guy? I will let you know, Tyler. I appreciate that. That's nice to hear. I, I'll be playing it uh, on Wednesday when uh, we're on the plane. So I don't, I can't get Wi-Fi, but as soon as I get off and we dr- we're driving to UCF, I will be hitting you up. You I doing the, the uh, other gaming? The show? Uh, not recently. I, uh, I really want to get the show. Uh, I don't have the new one. I got last year's. Yeah. Need uh, to get it. Play a little bit of Fortnite here and there. But Okay. We were in a fun, uh, like, I go, myself. We were in a, um online franchise. Oh, really? Playing against each other. Need oh, to get you in that. Oh, uh, yeah. Good. Did you do uh, Diamond Dynasty or anything? Yeah, that's yeah. a lot of fun, too. Uh, um, putting I, together your lineups with the legends and I've, stuff. I've ran through some controllers. <laughs> that is uh, addictive it's as bad. all get out, It's man. bad. Because you're like... And I, the games last long. They're like a 30-minute game. Oh, I know. Oh, my God. You got to find workarounds. Like, if you do those little... Um, now I can't remember the name of it, where you fill in each uh what's it called somebody help me out uh, uh conquest <laughs> conquest yeah, yeah if yeah, you yeah. do those you can rack up a lot of points in a shorter amount of time yeah right uh, right right right. but anyway nobody cares nobody i do okay. um yeah shirley's been putting updates jake washer one for four over the weekend also dates uh our former intern she's gonna be mad i forgot her name what's her name you mean making mistakes, oh, making? God, Macon's going to be really angry at me. <laughs> Lovely gal, that Macon. Trey Benton made an appearance. How about three Ks in an inning and a third? Go. Good for Trey. Norbs, one for six Friday night, three for four Saturday, one for four. Had a hit in every game over the weekend. So we're keeping up with uh, all these guys, Zach. And again, that's uh, awesome. that's awesome to see, but also kind of gives you hopefully a little glimpse in the future, right? Yeah, let's hope so. Yeah. Let's hope so. Good stuff. All right, Zach. Well, thanks for hanging out, man. You guys are hitting the road, so uh, have fun on the road, and we'll talk to you again next week. All right. Sounds good. I appreciate it. And that was another great episode of the Pirate Radio Podcast with the ECU Players Lounge. We'll be back very soon with another edition of the podcast. In the meantime, be sure to subscribe to our podcast in your Apple Store. You can also visit our website at PR927FM.com. And be sure to follow us on social media at PR927FM on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter to keep up with the latest news and information. Until next time, have a great day, everyone. You've been listening to the Pirate Radio Podcast, an exclusive presentation of Pirate Radio, the voice of the Pirate Nation.